Decemberist. Uh, guys, it's me, Evan. It's Taryn, the T. Hey. It's Bob. It's BFs. It's Bobby Forevers. He's right over here. Bobby, our guest from Trip Radio, is here. We just did, uh, I'm not sure if you remember hearing the December's podcast, a brutal, blood-curdling attack, let's fight everyone at the same time kind of thing. Oh, it was so intense, and I loved it. So we, wanted, we had a lot to get out, and then we want to get it out right now. Starting with number one point, Bobby beautiful wonderful person he is he actually had a flat out straight up list that he made i had a list pop it out bobby yeah. i read I'm it popping up the list the so list bobby's <laughs> personal list i want you to do it from backwards for us so here. i mean so just so the audience knows like the the list that we came up with was almost exactly in chronological order except for one album yes and like that is like saying the Decemberists have gotten worse with every album. Like, that is what we're saying when we say that. Aside from uh, one exception. Which, right. <laughs> Which I do not agree with. Right, right. I don't agree with that. Uh, but it was a fascinating debate, and I loved it. It's what we as a group oh, and I, and decided together. Right, <laughs> and it's actually kind of great. Um, so Bobby, his is in reverse chronological order. He loves What a Terrible World. That's the thing. Um, okay, so here's, here's my... Start with number seven. Start with number seven. Okay, yeah. my least favorite album, the album I would rank as their, like... My least favorite, the one I never listened to, Hazards is Hazards of Love. Yeah. Just because it's a musical, it's a rock opera, and mm-hmm. so like, I I can't just shoes. put it on yeah. and be like, oh, you know, Here's some good cleaning music, right? I mean, like, I guess I could do that, yeah. but I just don't. I yeah. think you're paying too much attention to it. <laughs> I think maybe <laughs> it's great background yeah. music. Number six. I would rather pay attention. Yeah, I'd rather. I don't well, know. I feel. I also feel like there's sometimes there's certain artists or certain bands where you like you just you feel okay with ignoring them, uh, and then right. other ones where it's just like they just kind of demand. Like it's like it's kind of hard to listen to a Radiohead song casually. Like you can, but like it's hard to listen Radio- to Joanna Newsom casually. Too. Oh my oh god! My god. Like me yeah. and my friend Sean love Joanna Newsom and think she's a genius. But if you listen to her through a wall, uh-huh. it's like please turn that off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So number six, I would say, is Crane Wife because it sounds like the Decemberists trying to be the Decemberists. And I thought that like their songs <laughs> right. were a little weaker. Yeah. And uh, like meandering. Like we like sometimes the Decemberists get meandery, mm-hmm. and I feel like they get meandery on that one. We talked about that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, number f- wow. Uh, number five, I put King is Dead. Um, okay. Okay. Do you not remember doing this? Or? I, don't, I did it like right before I got here. Okay. So, okay. But, but what so that there's means, no emotion behind these pictures. Not, just my but, pure, yeah. but what I'm saying, basically what I'm saying there is that like the other four albums are better than that one, which means that Picaresque is better and Terrible World is a Beautiful World is better. And Castaways and Cutouts is number two for me because Her Majesty is number one for me. I figured, I figured yeah, Her Majesty is number one. You, you led that off pretty early, but yeah. I can... Wait, what was number three and four? Three and four was Terrible World is a Beautiful World. Controversial, I know. Wow! But number four is Picaresque. Wow! Because, I, like, Picaresque... Like, I loved Her Majesty so much that Picaresque was not Her Majesty. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, eh, it's not as good. Interesting. But Terrible World is a Beautiful World felt like a return to form. And so I'm like, that one's... That was solid. Yeah. Okay. Taryn. What was your ranking? <laughs> <laughs> He's seething! Well, you just... I just want you to do... Just read yours one more time. Okay. 
In backwards order? Yeah, starting with seven. Hazards of Love. Uh-huh. Crane Wife. Oh. King is Dead. Oh. Peak R-esque. Mm. Terrible World, Beautiful World. Oh. Castaways and Cutouts. <gasps> Her Majesty. Jared is horrendously wow. Okay, amazing. so my list starts with number seven, Her Majesty the Decemberists. That's your that's your least favorite. It's my least favorite Decemberists okay. album. Bobby and Taryn will never be friends. And then we go to number six, and I would put What a Terrible World, What a Beautiful World. Okay. Uh, number five is The King is Dead. Uh-huh. We matched. Ooh. We matched on that. On that one. Ooh. Yeah. Um, number four... Guys, this is this is amazing. I want us to go through it. It's, like, it's not it's not necessarily you can raffle it off and just like you know put all the albums in a hat. But if you did, you'd have a free number album f- at the end of the day. I guess it. At number four, I think I'd put the Hazards of Love. Really? Yeah. Despite your love of it, like despite just my love album. of it. Interesting. I'm no. mad. Maybe because of his love of it, it's not lower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So then that leaves three. So then, and then it would be Picaresque, The Crane three, Wife. At number two. Castaways and Cutouts. At number one. Interesting. At number one, really? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I mean, that's a sol- that's solid all around. Uh, but now that leaves us, of course, the much better, greater, more nefarious wow. question. Wow. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say better list, like, and then you're going to your list. No, I'm not an <laughs> asshole. Speaking of, here's my superior list. Uh, okay. Uh, guys, what is the worst December song? The worst December song? You're, are you going to say Rocks in a Box or are you going to say anything else? Oh, that's my real I mean, question. Well, you just said that, so now I'm not going to. But that's a very good choice. Ten! Uh, <laughs> if you ever make it to ten, you're going to do it again. Or something oh, like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we just don't actually care that much. Man. It's one of those things where, like, I want to be above it, but Singer addresses his audience just bugs me. It just I, bugs me. I, that I or Anti Summer Song. It's like How does that one go? Anti Summer Song? Yeah. Uh it's it's like I won't is like it's something about I won't sing a summer song. Oh god, what the fuck is it? Like he I mean he's explicitly referencing like I don't think he's dissing himself, but it's just like uh oh, like, winking winking self and that's the whole thing. Like this whole album is just like a whole But he's only one album removed from No wait no yeah, that's like three Summer albums. Song came okay. out. That's on Green Yeah. It's like six. It's four albums review. I'm not doing that song anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, I feel like you would have this one like right off the bat. Because I don't know. There's like we're gonna we're gonna ask this like well, so That's the thing. There are there are a lot of boring Decemberist yeah. songs. There are no aggressively terrible Decemberist Unless songs. Unless you start opening Besides the EPs, really rocks in the box. Like that remix EP that you had. That oh had the god. Diplo song. The Diplo remix of Perfect Crime Two was so bad. It. Oh. What I mean, it wasn't it was it was like, like twice as long it was or something. Like fully industrial, and it was like six minutes long. <laughs> no, nah, maybe industrial is not the right word. Okay, it was. I don't know. It was bad. It was yeah. almost noteless. Um, but but for the record, uh, Bobby Evers is staring very very. And yeah. then there was the time they did that. What was it? A John Denver cover? Oh yeah, the one off the Connect set. Daddy, for, like... don't get drunk this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went through the Decemberists B-sides and it was a rough journey. Was... <laughs> Wait, there they, like is there like a proper Decemberist B-sides? There is not a proper Decemberist B-sides. Like collection. I made sure that I found all of them and then listened to Did them. Did you put them in a playlist that I can listen to? Uh, you put it on a drive. I actually have it on a flash drive that I could give to you at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, uh, I have another question. Yes. What are the best Decemberist covers? Because the Decemberists Ooh. cover a lot of songs. I started making a list of like best songs that they have covered because they did well, uh, the uh, when, when, when You Love Somebody. They did the Bridges and Balloons by Joanna Newsome. Yeah. Oh, I actually really liked the Bridges and Balloons. Yeah. Um, so this is not an official studio recording, but when I saw them on the Hazards of Love tour, they brought out uh shara and becky the guest vocalists and they duetted on crazy on you oh that's awesome by heart that's really cool and so it was like colin malloy like doing the riff in the back and then shara Warden just like screaming yeah it was i like i gotta be honest i like bobby's version a little bit more i think it was pretty it was insane it was amazing and that in terms of favorite cover that's my, my I gotta go with uh, Colin Malloy's solo album when he did uh, the songs of Morrissey uh, and that I don't think was an entirely successful experiment but his cover of Every Day is Like a Sunday yep. Every day is the Sunday That gets no. stuck in my head every Sunday I know well, it's weird. <laughs> and it's weird though because I prefer it over the Morrissey yeah. there's just something about uh that I can I don't even I don't even know how you can describe what it is about that cover that just like it's it excites me. In a did different you way. did you get Colin Malloy sings the Kinks? I did not. Which and by the way, I don't know if you know this about our dear friend Bobby Evers. Uh, he is the biggest. He is the kinkiest guy. Wow. I know because he also loves the Kinks uh, a lot. Actually, though. But, but I can set you up with the the Kinks one. Okay, good. I would like that. I also don't have the you Sam. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't have the <laughs> Sam Cooke one. Uh, I've heard a couple songs on that. It wasn't as. I, uh, Bobby is a bit of a collector. Uh, but uh, yeah, but that one just didn't MVP do the same. Order. Didn't do the same for me. Uh, the Sam Cooke one. Whatever. My friend to it, Susan yeah. is quoted as saying, "Oh, Colin Malloy, you've got no soul." <laughs> because like, yeah. Sam Cooke has soul. Yeah. The man who invented soul is like the name one of his compilation albums. Yeah. So like. This like white Portland guy singing yeah. it. Well, I think it's beautiful, but she said no soul. So fun, that would back up what you're saying. Fun fact about that whole thing: uh, the time that I interviewed Colin Malloy was what? around that release. Uh, was around the Sam Cooke release. <laughs> and uh, Bobby, and remember when I said Bobby Terrell will never be friends? Well, Bobby's disavowing our friendship right now to the fact that I spoke to Colin Malloy. And weirdly enough, when I spoke to him, he was uh, not not the best, not the best interview I did. Uh, and not necessarily, I'm not sure, I don't think it was necessarily that he was tired or he was necessarily condescending. He was just kind of, eh, you know, like, you know, can anyone explain things? And I talked about how, do you feel like you're, like, representing these artists when you go on these solo acoustic tours to do, like, all the songs of Morrissey or all the songs of Sam Cooke or the Kinks? He's like, well, I'm not necessarily, like, a Rhodes Scholar. I'm not going around teaching people about the musics of the past or whatever. But it just, it was a weirdly, I don't want to say condescending, it was just a weirdly kind of off-putting interview. It's just like, mm. I, I mean, I kind of get it to a degree. Like, and that's, and I think that the thing that maybe bugs me the most I mean, about what a terrible world, what a beautiful world is, I feel like that's the album when he starts believing his own hype. Uh, and I feel like he's done a great job of avoiding that for yeah. so much of his career and like pushing in all these different directions. But then at that point, it's just kind of like it's songs about Axe Body Spray and just kind of like referencing himself. No, I feel like Hazards of Love wouldn't have happened if he didn't have already believe his own hype to a certain extent after yeah, and the that, success of Crane Wife. And the book that he wrote. Yeah. And oh, the, did you read that yeah. book? No. Okay. <laughs> but that wasn't the December's of the book, right? It was another thing. No, right? this is like a novel, like a YA novel yeah. that he wrote. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, also, like, legitimately, Colin Malloy wrote a YA novel, and of course the reaction is, of course he did. <laughs> of course he did! Uh, kind of like when we did the guy who, uh, the guy in, oh my god, what's the fuck is the name of the band? Cursive. Uh, Tim Kasher. Uh, he wrote a screenplay for an independent movie. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And he was, well, I remember, well, oh my God, when I first moved to Chicago, that was the first video interview, video interview I ever did. It was backstage at the Vic with uh, JC, who you heard on the Beck podcast. Uh, and he was filming me, so I was talking, sitting down with Tim Cashman interviewing. And as I'm leaving, I mentioned, oh, I just moved here, and you know, there's a theater company there. I was like, theater company? Like, can I, can you send you something of mine to kind of, like, pass along? Like, he was just really stoked about getting something, Man. like, a play actually made, which was just like crazy that's just, weird like yeah but the weird thing he also talked about was uh because i guess in one of his songs he references a daughter that he has like guess one of his aunts who checks in on him that like doesn't really follow his personal life all that well it's like so how's your daughter doing like this aunt heard the album and heard him referencing his daughter so just his has the idea in her mind that he has a daughter now yeah and, like it just constantly asked him about it he has to like remind her i don't have a daughter it's just something i wrote for a song that's it's just really funny. crazy so what's your favorite colin Malloy character in a song Oh shit! AKA not rake because he's an asshole, and also yeah, burned one of his kids for uh, just so he could feel his rage. Uh, not 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 a nice thing. Not a nice thing. Also, okay, here's another thing. Uh, the one song where he we both go down together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that guy's a rapist. <laughs> Because he's like, you wept, but your soul was willing. It's like, what the fuck are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, what the no. fuck is that? I I assumed the you wept, but your soul was willing. That's because they're killing themselves together. I might need to go back and so, revisit that. But... So she she's crying because they're killing themselves. Oh, so they're not 69ing in that song. Right. Okay, got <laughs> that part. You both go down the, together. The going, <laughs> the going down is not about sex in this case. Yeah. It is about... That song is about uh, ritual suicide. Don't worry, there's plenty of other songs, songs about, about sex. That, but yeah. I felt but like, I for some reason, like when I hear that line, I'm like, oh, they're talking. He's talking about like their wedding night when he when she became his property because he was like uh, a wealthy do- a wealthy something of the whatever. Yeah, and she's a, a something. A mere yeah. chamber girl. Yeah, or whatever. And yeah. so. You wept, but your soul was willing. Makes me think that he just like took her because he feels entitled. Yeah. I, I'll go back and re-listen to it just to make sure. Yeah, but maybe you're yeah. right. Yeah, um, but guys, if you guys know whether or not uh, we both go down together, it's about sixty-nining marriage or murder. Please message us in the comments that we know, uh, or call leave our voicemail at one eight hundred chartographers. There's not enough letters. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, just go ahead and do it, uh, guys. All right, cool. Any other any other crazy wild stories? Closing thoughts, ideas. I have one story. I want to hear the story. Okay, so lay it down on me. During Soul the Picares tour, I uh, went and saw them at the mill in Iowa City. And that was the tour the that mill. Petra Hayden was on when she was the <gasps> oh, violinist. And um, she had a had a bad cold, and I gave her napkins so that she could blow her nose. And then, like later, I read on the internet that Colin Malloy had a cold, and I believed that they had an affair. I don't know if I still believe that, <laughs> but at the time, I was like, "He's cheating on Carson Ellis with Petra Hayden," and who? I yeah. I because they both had colds. <laughs> yep, that was my. That, that oh, was my they conclusion. must be fucking. Yep. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> this is like Encyclopedia Boner. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Evers. 
Uh, it's so good. Now, that's interesting. Also, Petra Hayden is lovely. She's uh, wonderful. Can we talk about that for a second? Also, and here's the one thing uh, I'm mentioning. I felt like such an idiot. I reviewed uh, that one time when Ryan Adams did the song-by-song uh, -song cover of Taylor Swift's 1989, and when I wrote the review, and I did this very nice review, and I think a lot of people agreed with it for the most part, but I'm like, there has been other times when people have covered albums, like, straight through. Not just, like, in the 60s, when people were like, uh, easy listening version of, the of you know, right. Sgt. Peppers or whatever, but, like, people have actually done covers... And I couldn't think of any at the time. And then after, two weeks after the review comes out, I'm like, oh my god, that time Petra Hayden did uh, the Who, Who Sell Out, out. track by track by track. And the one time the Walkman did a cover of that uh, Harry Nilsson album, Pussycast, the one produced by John Lennon. Also, uh, didn't uh, fucking Sun Kill Moon did a Modest Mouse album? Well, you know, he except he did like a collection of his favorite Modest Mouse songs, uh, but not necessarily like from an album. Okay. He just did like an album, because he did cover albums before, but it's like, guys, here's a whole bunch of... Modest Mouth songs, but he did do Ocean Breeze Salty, which is one of my favorites, uh, hands down. For I the mean, record. isn't that one of everyone's favorite Modest Mouth songs? It better be. Uh, Bobby, you want to be back for the Modest Mouse podcast when we do that yeah. one? Because that would be, oh god, that'd be fascinating. Can we talk about how their last album, uh, Satellite Lampshades, whatever the thing was called, uh, how that was not really good? I uh, didn't listen to the whole thing. Wait, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, you just didn't finish it? Because you were like, this yeah. is boring. Yeah, I was, I mean, like, I didn't, so I I first heard songs from it when it got in rotation at Chirp, uh -huh. and so, like, I would hear selections off of it on my show, but I never got around to going back and listening to it from start to finish. Well, because then you're a big Modest Mouse fan, so mm -hmm. that's, like, significant. Yeah, because, you know, like, their album before that was, like, kind of lame, but, like, I liked what I heard from it. I was like, oh, maybe this is, like, their comeback album where they're actually good, but like I didn't listen to it. Which so. one did you think was lame? Uh, the the dashboard. We one? were dead before the ship even, even sank. Stank. Yeah, the dashboard yeah. confessional one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Guys, dashboard confessional number one album. No, uh, yeah, so Taryn loves Dashboard. What's your favorite song? No, I just really Screaming Infidelity! I really like We Were Dead Before the Ship even sang. That was also the album when uh, Johnny Marr uh, showed up. He's like, guys, I'm joining the band yeah, currently. Yeah, cool, I'm... Johnny Marr from the Smiths. Cool, you're doing it. Guys, um, I'm leaving the I'm band. Leaving oh, the band. Oh, okay. okay. That was fun. Thanks. It was a great ride there, Johnny. Uh, apparently he did some, uh, played on a couple back albums too. Taryn, what's your, do you have a good December story uh, before we close this podcast down together? I have no <laughs> have you only seen them that one time? Oh no, I saw them twice. Yeah. Okay, uh, I saw for them... the King is Dead tour. King is Dead tour and and Hazards of Love. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's heard a panoply of songs. Are you? And then you're gonna go see them for free at Taste of Chicago this summer. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. No head not head not hell yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Boom. I know they're not playing Riot Fest this year. I'm very disappointed by that. I'd really rather hard. see them for free. Uh, <laughs> hot take, but hot take ever's over here. Get them in the oven. Uh, anyway, hey guys, uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, if if Carl Malloy, if you're listening, don't be an asshole anymore. And uh, you're gonna tweet him. Yeah. Is hey, he? It doesn't seem like a Twitter guy. He's I don't, a big I, Twitter guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I don't yeah. know that he responds because he's got a lot of followers. But I'm just, you just <laughs> tossing that me. out there. What, yeah. Bobby, what was the biggest celebrity tweet you ever got? Shit. Uh, Dashboard Confessional retweeted my article where I interviewed him. Yeah. Which is, like, not necessarily the same, but... But still! Yeah. It was, you were, you're, like, internet famous for, like, a hot... For, like, a second. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. One time I had Edgar Wright tweet me. Whoa. Uh, because I said, like, because he was being funny on Twitter, and I just said, like, God, man, you're so funny on Twitter. Have you ever thought about getting into something like screenwriting or filmmaking? <laughs> and then he responded back and said, nah, too much effort. And uh, <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was pretty, pretty great. Taryn, I'd ask you your... 
celebrity tweet encounter, but then you shut down your Twitter. And I also had to remind well, wait, you that Why'd you, you shut Twitter. down your Twitter about? Because he had it, like, for a hot second. I, I used Twitter for, like, two weeks, and then it was just sitting there. <laughs> and then Evan found it. <laughs> oh, no. So I shut it down. <laughs> and we're done. Uh, I had a buddy of mine in college, he got on Twitter, and he just was like, he, his first couple tweets were like, hey, I'm on Twitter, and it's like, hashtag tweet, I don't know what I'm doing, and then like, hashtag, hashtag, the word hashtag, and then he just shut it down at that point, like, I'm just like, that's honestly an amazing use of Twitter, I want to say right there, I kind of want to just hold it up in a national on there, good for Colin Malloy, Colin Malloy, also, what's the uh, Decemberist girl you most want to bang? The Decemberist girl? Yeah. Like, character? So, I don't know, I mean, like, are you, okay... <laughs> Are you asking character or band member? Okay, I'll you start are character. thinking about this so hard. <laughs> I want to give you an answer. Character. Let's go with character. I'm very fascinated. Character. I guess Philomena, maybe. Ooh, yeah, I know. It's there is such, and that's the thing that almost redeems that album for me is that there is such absolute joy in that song. So much like he you know he's grinning when he's writing and singing, yeah. kind of thing. Like guy, and it's one of those things. Like guys, I know you think I have glasses, but I do have a lot of sex. I need to get that across. I, yeah. I would bang. Um, the mom from a cautionary song. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh my god! That is the greatest answer I've ever heard in my life. Clearly I'm doing one of the 16 military wives, because that means there's 15 left. Perhaps everyone's done. Uh, guys, this conversation got way out of whack, but hey, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Listen to all the other ones. Bobby, he'll be back on the modest one sometime much later. We appreciate you being here, Bobby. Boom. High five. You heard it right here in the studio. Boom. Double oh, high five. Those are so bad. High five. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. We're so bad. Exactly. But there we go. That was, that was slightly bad. I like he raised up right as he did it, guys. Uh, look at look at our Facebook for the video of Bobby trying to high five. It's great. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great one. Bye bye. <laughs>